0: In this episode, we talk about the effect of losing weight at an early age has on
1: diabetes and the difference between morons, imbeciles, and idiots. Welcome to another episode of Expert of None. I'm Pranav.
0: And I'm Kova. To start us off today, Pranav, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, do you know the difference between moron, idiot, and imbecile?
1: No. 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 Like. I mean, I have to think about it. it it's okay. it's something that would take me longer than probably allowed it allotted to think about it. Okay. So do you just want me to tell you the answer? Sure. Okay. So. I mean, do you want me to guess it? I, I don't know. Okay, let's just give, give me two of those. Moron and imbecile. I mean, like they're
0: related. So if I tell you the one wait, wait, the answers, okay. no, no, the of the is, answers, you'll know the No, no. But is
1: shouldn't I try to guess it first? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. Moron versus imbecile, and versus idiot. It's, pr- it's probably gonna take me a while to think about. Honestly, uh, I'll so, just, okay, I'll just yeah. Say it. Go ahead. Yeah. So,
0: uh. These terms yeah. um, are sort of uh, in, in in psychology. They they date back to the 1960s or something. Right. And apparently an idiot is someone with 0 to 25 IQ points. Okay. Imbeciles have 26 to 50 IQ points and the morons have 51 to 70 IQ points.
1: You know what's crazy though? What? I like I would feel more insulted if someone called me a moron. Or an imbecile than an idiot. Yeah, I guess... I, Maybe it's idiots overused, I think. Yeah. Uh, but like, if somebody called me a moron, I'd just... I'd feel a little bad, honestly. If somebody called me an it idiot, sounds it's, it sounds like... Me. If somebody called me an idiot, it sounds like I just made a small mistake. Yeah. I think it's just An how imbecile? Just, like, yeah. oh my god, that's like... Even though that's in the middle, that's just... That uh, sounds fancier, though. It sounds fancier, yeah. It's just maybe, how we use the word Maybe because of the rarity of the use, yeah. No one uses
0: it, so yeah. I don't know. But uh, these terms are somewhat offensive, so they've changed them. So now they in, just... In relation to the IQ points? No, like the words. Using the words is seen as offensive to people. Oh. So they've changed the wording. Uh, they essentially mean the same thing. Right. Uh, so now they just use mild retardation, moderate retardation, and profound retardation. That's supposed That's to be the, the that, correct, the, okay. correct okay. the politically correct term. I don't know if it's politically correct, yeah. but it's supposed to be the more correct But usage. But those
1: are like more so diagnosis of a person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And the use of idiot, moron, and imbecile is more so just a figure of speech. No, it was a diagnosis. Yeah, But yeah. it was turned into... Yeah, should, I yeah. assume
0: so. Okay. Can you imagine just a doctor be like, okay, we've got your results back. You're an idiot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't see that happening, but I, I, I mean, assume it happened. Yeah,
1: like the meaning of those words have evolved with yeah. the use of it for something else. Because words only mean what we... Um, we it's most with, used yeah. with in whatever context. Yeah. So if most of society starts using a word differently, it just means something else entirely tomorrow. Yeah. So, well, did you come across something interesting, Pranav? I've smoothed two small things that I thought were interesting that I came across. Yeah. So there was a study of uh, 63,000 Danish men. Yeah. Which, uh, Where they looked at people between 7 and 13 who are overweight or obese. Yeah. And uh, what they found was that boys who lost weight. So boys who lost weight before 13 and maintained a normal weight until early adulthood reduced their risk of type 2 diabetes to the same level as among normal weight. Yeah. And which just essentially means that they were, it's almost like they never had a risk of diabetes in the first place. Okay. If you could normalize your weight by 13, it's... Like you almost never had diabetes, the risk of diabetes, and then mm-hmm. if men were overweight or obese at thirteen and above mm-hmm. and then they lose weight before early adulthood uh their risk of uh type two diabetes was only partially reduced, mm-hmm. so that thirteen year mark was is essentially very significant that's when that when and, people start puberty right uh I guess so usually. Yeah men start puberty at yeah. thirteen. i think girls at nine and men who are obese in early adulthood had a high risk of type 2 diabetes from 30 to 60 and but but at the same time if men at any age if they were able to reduce their st- status from obese to overweight yeah um their risk of type 2 diabetes in adulthood was cut by half
0: oh, so now I- I'm half as likely. Again. Yeah. But the constantly. most interesting
1: thing is is really just like if you can normalize your weight by 13, your risk of type 2 diabetes is yeah. it's almost like you never had the risk for it in the first place. And you did it
0: by 13, right? I
1: th- I think I was like yeah, 13 or 14. And I think I'm I'm hoping I <laughs> I uh I was able to avoid any risk of it, but I, I don't know. Uh what about you? was yours yours was at 15 no is when you lost weight or i i lost weight 14 no i was like 18 i think
0: 17 18 but then i gained it all back but now i've lost a bit
1: more so i don't know but you lost a way more than i lost though Mm, i don't know how much i mean i think i lost uh 30 uh, like 20, tw- like twenty, twenty kg, like 16 kgs in the first month, yeah. and then another four kgs in the second month. So around like 20 kgs over two months. But it's relative though, because you were yeah. small. And I was smaller. I mean, but I was smaller, but I haven't really grown since uh, 15. I've been about 5'10 since 15.
0: Yeah, but you were smaller when you were 13. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess my frame is smaller muscle mass, yeah. smaller bone density, maybe even.
0: Because cause I'm, I'm pretty much the same since I was 18, yeah. I think. So the ratio of the weight lost to my body size, still to my height, Yeah. Maybe sort of the same as when you were 13. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty interesting.
1: Uh, oh, another thing was just... It's more so like a little bit political, but not really... I mean, it's just, it's just like... Uh, like how China, uh, they were pretty... Like, so China, essentially, their their rate of coronavirus, yeah. it, it essentially peaked at late January. Because since then, it's just been continuously falling. Yeah. Why? Um, it's because of the drastic measures that they've taken to uh, control the spread. Okay. And uh, but, but the methods that they use to control the spread, it's not really... Uh, something that would be possible in a more free world. What like just telling people like, to stay at home? Um, I mean, it's but it's it's even more so than that. It's like uh, like two widely used mobile apps, like uh, yeah. like uh WeChat and Alipay. They so pe the government has been able to track people's movement using oh. those apps. And so they essentially know who is potentially at risk, where they are going, if they were potentially spread, and then they can act accordingly and stop them. So they've yeah. been using measures like that, which is not really, really practical. I mean, possible yeah. and other. In terms of like the measure of reducing, like say on, uh, on 10th of February, the country had uh, two, four, seven, eight new cases. And then two weeks later, it dropped to uh, 409 cases yeah. and uh on march 3rd it's at 129 new cases but we don't know if they're covering it up and just to say oh our the things we're doing
0: are working
1: we don't, we don't know i mean i doing imagine that. that the world is paying much more attention to what's happening now than they were before so it's uh, harder to cover up now because uh, because when you look at the uh coronavirus spread by country yeah uh the COVID 19 spread sorry and then uh It's like the Chinese numbers have essentially been around eighty thousand for the past month, almost. That's good. Whereas all the other countries are, uh, but it's it's only working because of their more drastic measures of control. It it may also be because people are getting cured.
0: Um, Because I saw I saw the other day uh, news,
1: uh, an article. I mean, it's it's not common. No, but I mean, it's possible that it's because of they they're getting cured but we still don't know, we, we still know this, the the, uh, the change in the number of the rate right yeah yeah I guess so, so the rate the change in rate is what still we're down. really just uh, talking about which is just I, I guess like most other I mean I don't know how many other places are doing this but you know the general closing down of sporting events or theaters or schools and businesses that's also yeah. helped with this a lot and they usually restrict people to their own homes which yeah. so the virus just spreads to their family at most and not really to uh, the public yeah but uh, it's good but yeah. I don't like the fact yeah. that they're tracking people. yeah these draconian
0: measures maybe, maybe if, it's, if it's something like
1: the. and at the same time another thing is like uh, like China was able to build those hospitals really quickly and those facilities nice. and nowhere else in the world would they be able to do it at that pace yeah I don't think so their whole it, it's like their whole system allows for certain things to work better yeah. but at the cost of freedom. Yeah. I mean I'm assuming freedom. Like I've never lived in China. I mean so we don't we don't really know
0: yeah. like we are we probably have a little bit more freedom than them.
1: Yeah. But we don't Maybe really we have realize. just the illusion of control yes, and yes. they and, actually know what they what uh, how much control they have? Yeah, but we might be controlled. We just don't know it. Yeah, yeah, the illusion of control. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So those are uh, two things I want to kind of it's talk about. It's interesting. So, yeah. I w- I wonder when this comes out, what the, if it'll still be relevant. I think it's relevant because it's. I mean, I mean to me it is because diabetes it's, type two is all the coronavirus. And, thing. and the coronavirus thing is really just even if in future situations where uh, there's any virus spread yeah like China just handles it differently because the the whole economy and government is set up differently yeah. and and it would be the same for all the other countries that would take drastic measures
0: i'm am saying like what if these facts or these numbers change a lot oh, during, oh yeah right it's possible economy,
1: yeah. i mean uh, I mean, what you said was, I mean, we don't, I, I, I don't know this for sure, and I'm sure you don't either, but was that as viruses mutate or evolve, oh, yeah, they become yeah, so less so cool. severe? Is yeah, that what you said? Yeah. So that they can survive, like the common cold, yeah. which is, uh, it, it might not kill you, but it's like, it spreads much faster. Herpes is another one, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, which it used to kill people, or it used to
0: harm people but now most of the population is a carrier of herpes we just don't know it right so it's just mutated to live in in the in the host right and spread its seed. i guess i don't know
1: it's waiting for the day to uh once once everyone is infected it will kill yeah. you maybe i don't know Who knows? Yeah. yeah that was
0: uh I I I have something else. Okay. You can go ahead. That I read um it's on gratitude interventions.
1: Do okay. you know what those are? Um gra- interventions like yeah. to your but like to a, another group or person or to yourself. Uh
0: they are called gratitude interventions. That's the general term, I think.
1: Okay. It's, okay, just tell me. I'm okay. just making it's, presumptions. It's
0: sort of like performing Gratitude exercises that are supposed to be a good way to improve aspects of your well-being. Okay. Like, for example, keeping a gratitude diary at the end of the day. I have a friend who does this. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I should mention their name, but... I mean, probably not. Okay. An alias. I don't know. Alias. So, another another thing is uh, you could write a thank you letter to someone that's made a difference in your life. Yeah. Showing gratitude, I guess. And recently, there's been a lot of media coverage on sort of these uh, this techniques to, to improve your psychological, I imagine, psychological well-being. But there was, there was this recent study that was conducted. Well, this study analyzed 27 other different studies that, that had uh, that studied uh, this, these interventions and the effect on people. And apparently, The effect on depressed and anxious people is very small, so it's not really like you can tell someone is depressed There's there's like
1: like like, I don't know much about I mean like I I can't compare to my kind of depression because the kind of depression I feel like I've had is uh, I'm sure there's some chemical aspect to it. but It's also like a big mindset factor at least in my case for a long time it was just a mindset factor. I I don't I have no way to compare what my brain chemistry was like then. But I think it's both though. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a physical, it's a I, imagine for, I imagine for those people where it's not a mindset factor and it's more a chemical factor, the gratitude method would not work. But if it's a mindset factor then it would. Yeah. Maybe. But
0: the point is that I guess Gratitude
1: can't fix everything, so... I think it would still help a lot of people. Okay, like like, look at this. It's like you see one person smile and probably changes your whole day. And if gratitude helps another person smile, and I feel like smiles are contagious. So it's like maybe it probably lifts another person out of depression just by interacting with someone who's happier it helps
0: with your mental well-being yeah but the effect it has on depression and anxiety is small okay it's sort of not significant so in order to
1: be able to make something out of it yeah i you still guess, have to I, pair it with yeah, medicine yeah i guess gratitude still- I, I think i was confusing gratitude with just uh trying to force a positive mindset yeah, because yeah. it sort of has to do with forming a positive mindset. Yeah, but it's it's a different. It's more about appreciation.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. No, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. This is those are the things I I, I found. Awesome. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.